Hello and welcome to the Mindful Startup Podcast, episode number 43. Today we are going to talk about how to speed back up after a slowdown period. Perhaps something came up in your life, something emotional, you went on vacation and you were sitting on the beach all day. Um, Or perhaps you were just thrown out of whack in your schedule and you are looking to gain back some of that momentum. Today's episode is for you, so let's dive right in. Here are five tips so that you can get back to a place of momentum, start to speed things up in your day-to-day life as an entrepreneur, and in your business, and what can you do right now? Tip number one is realizing that you are going to get back to a place of momentum and to not mistake this one moment in time, whether that be a month long where you slowed down or a week or a few days and you didn't do as much as you wanted, maybe a few things got left by the wayside, you didn't show up in the exact way you wanted, you missed something, missed an opportunity, does not mean that you can't do this. All it means is that you slow down for a little bit. That's it. Don't make it mean anything more than just that. So going forward, you're going to do your best. You're going to pick up the pace. You're learning. And all that matters is that you just get back on the horse, which you're doing today. So I'm proud of you. It's so easy sometimes to take a small moment of time and mistake that for the entirety of your time as an entrepreneur or that to define your worthiness as an entrepreneur as a business owner don't do that don't make it mean more than it is plenty of people have periods of time where they slow down a little bit and now it's time to pick it back up Tip number two to get your momentum back on track is reach out to an encouraging friend, family member, someone in your life. And if you don't feel that you have so many of these people or that they're too busy, whatever it is, you don't feel like you have anyone to give you a little bit of a pep talk or to tell or to make you feel better, message me. Message me on Instagram and let me know. Start off with a little dancing emoji so I know that that's why you're messaging me. I mean, message me all the time. I love it. But like, I I will look out for that in particular. Do a little dancing emoji to start your message and message me. Um, I would be happy, more than happy to give you a pep talk to just listen to you and... Um, to let you know that you're, you're doing well, you know, 
uh, it's so important that we talk to people who are going to encourage us and make us feel uplifted. It is like, it is like taking a, I've never had a vitamin B12 shot, but it is like taking a, a shot of vitamins. It's a boost. When you're around people who are energetic and happy, it is unlike any drug you could take. It is unlike anything because that is what's going to make you feel so exuberated and, and alive and, and good. So reach out to someone like that or reach out to me and I would be more than happy to hear what you're doing right now and, um, and to tell me what your plan is. Do that. Message me. Let me know what you're working on, what your plan is, and um, how you are going to pick up the momentum. And yeah, I can't wait to hear from you. When I need a little boost, I will call a friend. I will talk to a mentor, someone who makes me feel really good and also can give me the support that I need. Or sometimes it's just someone to listen to me. And that is what you deserve and what's going to help you. On that point, I want to make this point two and a half because I don't want to make it a full third point, but who's counting, right? If you are feeling emotional about something in your life, listen to sad music, watch a sad movie. It's good to purge your emotions because after you do so, you're going to feel so much lighter. Uh, there was a day um, back like a few or like a few months ago where I realized that I had been holding everything in. It was the anniversary of um, a passing of a family member and I was just really, really sad. And um, so I, and I needed to spend the entire day filming content but what I ended up doing was I listened to sad music, got it out of my system, and then I was able to get back to work as a new human. I was a new person. I got back with a new energy. And it is incredible what a good cry can do for you. <laughs> um, you might be listening to this and think, Hannah, I don't want to cry right now, which I understand. I get it. But that is always an option if it's something that maybe is um, more heavy emotionally. It's like totally worth it to purge those emotions. Tip number three for getting your momentum back is enthusiasm. Now let me explain. When we've lost momentum... It can often feel like a sad feeling. It can feel slow and sluggish. Even if you weren't slow and sluggish, even if you still accomplished a lot, just not what you wanted and you felt like you slowed down a little bit, that can sometimes cause us to feel like down in the dumps about it, right? A little bit. And when you are in that feeling, you're moving, you are kind of fueling more of the same with your tone of voice, your energy, 
your body language. So what I want you to do is I want you to practice getting enthusiastic about what is coming for you. What is next? What are you going to do today? Or depending on when you're listening to this, what are you going to do today? What are you going to do tomorrow? That is going to really propel you forward, set you up for success. And not just what's going to get you there, but acting in a way where you are posturing yourself for that success. So for example, if you see the multi-seven-figure CEO version of you, how would they be seated? How would they be speaking? And would they show up to work slow and sluggish and discouraged? Or would they show up in a way that was passionate, that was forward-thinking, that was standing up nice and tall, that was smiling, that was excited when they're talking about their offer, that was excitable, that was going up to a person in the coffee shop and saying, hey, I love your shoes, that was showing up confidently. Embodying that person and also working on those physical elements because while I I, I want to just take an aside here to say that there was a little, I don't know if you noticed this, but there was a little trend um, a while ago that was like, oh, you can't just fake it till you make it. You honestly, you, you kind of can. You kind of can. Um, I, I am, I, I think that we can all remember a time where we had no choice but to snap out of a state that we were in because maybe the clock turned 12 o'clock and or you had people coming over and you had no choice but to kind of put on a, a, a face or you had to give a presentation or you had to go out there and um, perform, right? You have no choice but to step into that. I have a friend who was, um, she had moved to another country and in that process, she took on a, a job in that language also just to get to know the language better. And it was a customer service representative role. And at first she was kind of dreading it, but she took it because the pay was pretty good um, for where she was. And she was a little nervous about the role because she's like, oh my gosh, Hannah, I have to be on all day long. Like, how am I gonna do this? And then, Little by little, what she actually noticed is because she was required to be excitable and to show up as as happy and as in pleasant and in a, like a pleasant mood all the time, that she would actually go through an entire work day of eight plus hours and she'd come home at the end of the day and she'd feel really good. And she's not necessarily that extroverted at all. So I don't want you to say, oh, well, I'm an introvert. No, like she was not. But she noticed that it was actually starting to change her way of thinking and being, like her natural state. Because feeling like that, feeling excitable, 
feeling happy-go-lucky was becoming a habit for her and it's that started to show up in the rest of her life as well there was also a study done a while ago and i'm sure that you've heard of this it hasn't been mentioned in a while but it was that the more that you just smile even if you're feeling unhappy actually ends up translating to more positive feelings and it sends a signal to your brain that you are happy so going through your day this way telling yourself i'm not nervous i'm not anxious i'm actually excited and faking it until you start to actually feel that way it's going to feel uncomfortable at first but then you're going to notice an enormous difference so you want to jump back into it and tell yourself hey it doesn't have to be over the top amazing it's really okay to just get it done tip number four for gaining back your momentum is to jump right into it even if it's not perfect or very good at all and the reason for this is because sometimes when you are just getting back into the swing of things you will take longer and longer if you think that it has to be a certain way or perfect and you have these impossibly high standards for the first action that you take or first few actions that you take getting back into your momentum you want to be in momentum season all the time okay who doesn't but you need to kind of jump back into things and I know that there's someone out there that it's gonna be like yeah Hannah I know and if you just focus on getting 1% better every single day you will be 37 times better over the course of the entire year so what could these little improvements look like and so often we say one percent but it often ends up averaging as probably a lot more than that depending on what you're doing and how much effort you're putting forward some of the ways that you can do this and i'm pulling this actually from his website i i just made sure to look up that i was citing the right statistic to you something that james clear mentions ways for you to get those one percent improvements is so say you're starting off a new habit you're working out and the first thing you could do is i'm going to just miss fewer workouts i'm going to focus on being really consistent with these workouts and just showing up and then once that's formed that habit is formed then you could start saying to yourself okay this week I am going to add five more pounds onto my weightlifting onto my chest press exercises okay so this week I'm gonna average a 135 pound weight uh, bench bench press <laughs> um, whereas last week I did 130 no, I, I cannot lift that much. 
yet. Who knows? Maybe Hannah will go into powerlifting. Just kidding. Maybe another lifetime. I don't know. I'm not very interested in that. But hopefully you get the point. Just reiterating the point of number four, since I went a little bit into habits, which can be very helpful, is throwing yourself back into things, even if it's not perfect, because at the end of the day, it is just the showing up that you need to do, that you need to start with. The rest will fall into place as long as you're putting forth that effort continuously and keeping up with those habits, you're going to be golden. Jump back on the horse and seize the first opportunity that you can. So if you are, if you missed, let's just say for example, that you missed filming your TikToks. You missed a window to film your TikToks and your husband comes home and um, you haven't filmed them yet. And you're like, oh, shoot. Okay. And then he, and then he talks to you and he says, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get um, something from the convenience store. Do you want anything? Like, nope, nope, that's good. But I'm going to, I'm going to stay back. I'm going to film I'm going to film my TikToks now. Seizing those moments, even if it's a little bit tough, even if you have to peel yourself away from watching a new show that you're watching, like Undercover Billionaire, for example, or, you know, watching the Housewives or the new Avatar movie, whatever suits your fancy, pull yourself away. It's so worth it. And lastly, tip number five, Change things in your physical environment to gain back that momentum. What does that mean? That means physical movement, perhaps. Perhaps in your home, you have it a little bit messy right now. And there's things in the way. If you're creating content or you are wanting to exercise and get back into exercise, you know, whatever it, it might be, Set up your environment so that it takes the least amount of effort possible so that you can physically move. And that often means doing a little bit of cleaning, a little bit of organizing, just ever so slightly. I don't want you to get into this space of doing too much of that stuff because I find that, or at least what I used to find in the past was that I would spend so much time on... Um, cleaning or organizing and and then I would just not be doing my work so just do, do the bare minimum you know um, the bare minimum right now for you to just get back into the swing of things you don't need to do a whole deep clean right now not the time get your desk all nice and set up if you have your like little rituals where you like to put your little coffee mug on your desk and you like to set it up with your little tea bags and um, your hot water pot um, or maybe you have um, a tripod set up because you've got to film maybe you want to get that set up in front of you and you want to have you know all those little things waiting for you it's a nice clean slate um, you have your distractions in another room you can clean your physical environment 
as well as changing your yourself physically okay and that means just perhaps just like putting yourself together if that's something that makes you feel really good I know that I am so much more productive and effective at what I do when I don't wear my pajama pants all day long. I used to do this, right? Because I'm like, well, no one can see my bottoms. Like I'm, you can only see my torso up in videos that I do. It's gonna see if I'm typing away at my computer with my pajama pants on. But you notice and consciously so for example the reason why a lot of people won't do work on their bed is because you want to kind of keep your bed where you sleep and your workspaces where you do your workspaces one thing I love doing with you is I love sitting on my couch to podcast with you because I associate this with podcasting now and it's a more comfy setup whereas you know, going to my desk is a little bit more of a formal approach. Like I am down doing TikToks, I'm marketing my business, I'm, you know, sending emails, I'm doing those things at the desk. Going back to clothes, like you're probably gonna just do a better job if you look like you would if you were going to be walking into an office space, assuming you're, um, working at home or you know or solopreneur maybe you don't have this issue maybe you're going to a workspace or you have you're still at an office job um but either way it's like showing up as that person because you're going to just start to take yourself a little bit more seriously and view yourself as a professional as a business woman businessman when you can you know, see that reflection back to you in the mirror. And it's also just something about having this on or having nice hair is, hey, I could, I could go out like this. I could be seen. I, I'm a professional person. I am a businesswoman. I am an entrepreneur and I am building my seven plus figure company right now. And this is how I show up for work changing those things will make a huge difference in starting to build that momentum. You could also look into finding a local coffee shop to maybe do part or all of your work that can be done there because oftentimes just going into a new environment, going into new energy can really help us to get a head start on things. Now I just want to add a quick six, sixth tip because about to end this episode, I'm realizing that I'm missing something huge. So I just want to um, say that quickly before we close out today is the last thing that you can and should do is create external facing deadlines for yourself with social pressure. For example, if you are doing a lot of things online, like I do, then that could be announcing that you are doing a tea time coffee chat 
on Tuesday. And then you're going to have to show up for your live on Tuesday. Right? You're going to have to show up because people are waiting on you. Maybe you want to throw together a networking event and you're still, you want to have the courage to put that together or you want to hang out with a friend or you want to talk with someone. The moment that you have the thought, I want to talk with that person or I want to network with that person, just schedule it on the dot. Don't allow any time for that. I, I'm Again, like this is a podcast episode about momentum, but of course the fear can slip in. Don't give the fear any time to to live. Just kill it immediately by taking away the time. So I want to reach out to that person because she has something that I want. I think she's really cool. I want to be a friend. I would like to connect with this person because I think they could be a good mentor. Whatever the reason is, reach out to them on the spot because you have to show up then, okay? You plan something, you have to show up. Same thing with online, same thing with a, a deadline. Maybe you're announcing to your team that you're gonna get something to them or that we're gonna have this thing done by this day. Getting people all hyped up for that. I had a talk show, for example, that I was putting together and I, spur of the moment, did that. Would I have just put up a talk show if I had allowed lots of time to go by? No, I would not have. Now, the talk show has not actually started yet because the blackout totally pushed things off. It was I had no electricity for like four days. Um, it was wild. And there's like no... Wi- anyway, there was no Wi-Fi or electricity in the whole area. Um... And it just it was not going to work logistically that week, but we're still going to do it um, in the, like in the near future. So get ready for that. I'll, I'll post about it. But what you can do is just again, like I what I did in that case. I I thought about it. I posted about it. I short timelines t- time frame for yourself. Get other people involved. When you get other people involved, oh my gosh, in a venture. It's a game changer because then you really have to show up, okay? I had a bunch of people, I had a whole roster of people who were going to come to this talk show and deliver to the audience. And, like, doing that is obviously, yes, it's like, it is helpful for them because they get to have an audience and those people can learn about their businesses, yes, yes. But it's, like, also really helpful for me. It's, it's helpful in so many ways but it's helpful for me as well because I want to start doing this talk show and I know that the more pressure I am under the better I'm going to perform so if I like know that these people are all waiting on me I've got to show up that day I had I kind of have no choice but to get it together so you can do that as well it's so good with boost momentum you build up a lot of hype around it and you just get it out there you've got this. Um, thank you so, so much for listening today. You are going to get your momentum back in action ASAP. And in fact, message me, let me know, or let us know in the comments under this episode, even, um, your, what you're going to do to build the momentum. Remember, it's about 
being fast and telling yourself that you are fast paced, it's okay to not be perfect. Just want to give you that last reminder. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you enjoy this episode, so appreciate it. If you'd share it with friends, family, and give it a five-star review if you enjoyed. All right, I'll see you next week. Thank you.